welcome back to the Author Revolution podcast. I'm your host, international best-selling indie author, Carissa Andrews, and CEO of Author Revolution, the indie author's source for all things rapid releasing. So here we are, guys, the finale of 2020. This has been a roller coaster of a year. I'm not much of a gambling woman, but I am willing to bet that this has been a stressful and overwhelming year for the majority of us. Am I right? Let's just say that we're going to all get ready to say Jumanji at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. I know that we are. Holy cow. Now, even without all this COVID stuff, being an indie author has never been a walk in the park. I've been doing this for a while now, so I think it's safe to say that part. But one thing I do know is that in order to get clarity on where it is we want to be going and feel secure at where we are, it takes stepping back and viewing things from a higher perspective. Now, you may have already figured this out about me, but I'm the kind of person who has certain cycles that I adhere to in my personal and professional life. This time of year, I do a lot of reflecting because throughout the year, I typically don't stop to take a breath, much less smell the roses. I am totally not even going to lie about that. It's just not in my nature to stop after each accomplishment and revel, which for the record, I don't believe is the best way to handle things. So if you're the kind of author who does stop to enjoy all the spoils after a hard-fought battle or stories or whatever, (laughs) then more power to you. You are my hero, my friend. Now, I think part of this dilemma for me is that I don't like spending a lot of time in the past. My dad was, and still is, a man trapped in the past, I swear it. Something that's very evident in the type of cell phone he uses and the music he listens to. It's still the songs from the 1970s when he graduated high school. (laughs) It's not that my past is glittered with sad things either. Well, no more than anyone else's, I suppose. It's just that the past is a place where you can't change things for the most part. And yes, in case you didn't realize it sooner, I'm kind of a control freak, so I like to know that I can tweak things and change things. I blame it on being a Virgo. It's just the way I am. And if you read my books, you're probably going to see a lot of that hidden and buried inside of all of the the storylines. So like I said, long story short, I plan out deliberate times to stroll down memory lane and bask in my accomplishments. Okay, probably not bask, but for sure take a beat to be proud. You know how it is. Now for me, this year has been my best so far for growth, both personally and professionally, and it's taught me a ton, not just because of the whole pandemic situation, but like just in general, everything that's gone on this year has taught me a lot. Now I've published five books, four of which were brand new and rapid released. You know the ones that I'm talking about. You've been here long enough, right? Now one was a novel I published inside the Playing With Fire box set back in 2019, This was also the year that I attempted my very first ever solo list aim, and while it didn't go the way I had hoped, it was an experience that I wouldn't trade the world for. I have no doubt that one day in my future it will be here. I'll hit those lists. So for right now, I have to trust that it just wasn't my time. Maybe I didn't reach my precipice numbers yet, meaning I haven't created a big enough black hole sucking all the readers to me who love paranormal and supernatural books. But the good news is, this is a long game. And as long as I keep going, my list keeps growing. You see what I did there? Dorky, I know, I get it, whatever. (laughs) My reach only expands and my odds only go up. The same will go for you too, so keep that in mind. This was also the year I took on DCA, Digital Course Academy by Amy Porterfield. I've said this before and I'll say it again, I love this woman. Her teaching style is really what I strive to emulate for authors. I've put in a ton of thought, effort, and energy going into her course, 
learning what to apply and how to apply it and how I want to launch rapid release roadmap in January, putting things together, making magic happen. That is a pretty damn incredible accomplishment to me as well, because it was all going on as the Windhaven Witches was launching. So that's when I began was in September. Now, I've also learned that unfortunately, I am not super stellar at managing the creation mode for two big projects at one time. Now, how other authors can write multiple books all at once boggles my mind. I know a few really good friends who are able to do it and they treat it like, you know, how do you keep your kids, you know, separated? How do you maintain all these things? I can't do that for whatever reason. There's a ton of processing power that goes into my books. And if I can't be 100% focused, I really struggle to maintain my groove. Now, it's not that I probably couldn't do it. It's just that I start to lose those threads, so to speak. And then I go into almost a state of writer's block. And I've learned this about myself. So case in point, I was trying to work on Rapid Release Roadmap at the same time as writing The Windhaven Witches this past year. Now, by June, Rapid Release Roadmap had to take a back seat because I was spinning my wheels on both. Now, Windhaven took off, and obviously I got the series out there, much to my PA and BFF's Jenny's delight. But now roles are reversing, and I've put in a ton of energy and thought into the content creation of Rapid Release Roadmap. And Amends has had to take a little bit more of a backseat, which is book two in the Diana Hawthorne series. Truth be told, I might even have to postpone the launch of that book until later in the year so that I can finish up this first round of Rapid Release Roadmap. Crazy, right? I, it's something that I don't typically recommend doing. But when you've got two big projects, you do have to honor where you're at and how you're feeling. Because look, guys, at the end of the day, our deadlines as authors are still self-imposed. And so if our readers love what we write and love what we're doing, they're going to hang out with us. They're going to wait for us. You just don't want to do it too frequently where they assume when you put up a date, you're going to automatically be changing it. So why bother signing up or doing anything? So just a little side note as to what is happening in my life and how I'm hoping if you hear it from me, it's giving you a little bit of permission to know that it's okay. It happens to all of us. Sometimes things do have to come in and you have to make changes. So here's the thing. I want to make sure that I'm putting as much energy, thought, and effort into the system that I'm trying to teach you guys as I would put into weaving all of my plot lines together. And because let's face it, our careers deserve a little more effort than being an afterthought, don't you think? So I think it's very important that one big project takes precedence after another. Another big thing I've learned or maybe relearned this past year is that you have to advocate for yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. Not even the people who love you, not even the people who you love. So rule number one, here's what it is. Don't be a dick boss to yourself. Yes, we might all be striving to hit that 60000 to a $100,000 mark, but it won't happen overnight for the majority of us, and we need to face that fact, myself included. Now, remember those written word media studies that we've talked about this past year, and give yourself grace to know that you're building your author career one book at a time. Just like a house, you might get a little reprieve by a building a wall, more by building a room, and eventually the security you're looking for by building the whole house, right? Okay, so maybe that was a corny analogy, but you get the point. One book will not shelter you, at least not unless it's a magical book that somehow transforms into a Harry Potter tent, or unless you've sold your soul to a crossroads demon, or you're just damn lucky. 
clearly magic has to be involved in here somewhere, right? Now, if you haven't taken stock of all the things that you've accomplished this year, I want you to take an hour or two just to remind yourself of everything you've done. Even if you haven't published a single book yet, if you're taking action just by listening to this podcast episode, you're obviously on a journey toward your indie authorship. You're taking the necessary steps to learn your craft, to learn all that you can so that you can make the most of things when you're ready. So celebrate that. I think it's very easy for us to get discouraged and feel like we haven't made enough progress. And here's a pro tip. It happens at every single stage. So cut out all of the negativity from your mindset and celebrate your wins, no matter how big, no matter how small. Remember what I said, you have to be that advocate for yourself. And that means being your own cheerleader at times, your own accountability coach, your own butt kicker, and even your own BFF that tells you to take a freaking day off and relax for a change. Because you never know, one day you might be able to get a PA and then put them in charge of all that. Trust me, Jenny loves kicking me in the pants and telling me to get my butt in gear. I'm pretty sure she has a sadistic side, not even gonna lie. But even with that, I still have to advocate for myself. She's not going to tell me to take a day off. Okay, I lie. She does tell me to take a day off, but I don't always listen to her. So I have to be the one to enforce my days off, to remember that it's okay to be human. It's okay to take that time to just celebrate living in the moment from time to time. Now, remember, we're about to leave 2020 behind and start something totally new and completely beautiful. You have it in you to create whatever it is that you set your mind and heart on. So set your intentions now, and I want you to start making your plans. No matter what you do, don't forget how far you've already come. Deal? Speaking of new things to come, I want to wrap up this episode by letting you know that there are some fun new things coming at you in January. I'm going to be hosting a live one-hour masterclass on the number one secret to building a successful indie author career. Now, this is a must-attend class if you've ever thought to yourself, why are my royalties still so low? Or this next launch is going to be the big one that finally puts me on the map. Or heck, I just really want to make it big in the indie author space. There are going to be three different dates available, so pick the one that works best for you. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash masterclass to get signed up. As always, you can download the transcript to today's episode in the show notes by heading over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 61. All right, my radarly friend, that's it for this week. I want to thank you so much for being a part of my journey in 2020. Your encouragement through listening and rating this podcast mean the absolute world to me. I wish you a very happy new year. Stay safe, and we will see you again in 2021. In the meantime, you know what you have to do, right? Go forth and start your author revolution.